Hi everyone, welcome to Chrislamic Talks. Are you interested in Christianity or Islam? If so, you're on the right channel. My show will cover in-depth topics using opinions, scholars, arguments, and, more importantly, the books to get a full idea of both religions. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today, I have a guest commenter from our blog, and so I'm going to read what she sent us, and I will reply. Uh, so she starts off, this is uh, Miriam now, uh, she says, It is so wrong what has been published here. As a Muslim, I must correct this. Islam did not reject Jesus, neither the Torah, nor the Bible. If you read the Quran, the Torah was sent first by God, then the Bible, and the final message was the Quran. Jesus was not rejected by Islam. God has honored Jesus. He was one of the most important prophets, and the only thing that Islam says is that he was not killed on a cross like Christians claim. Jesus was saved by God and brought to him. Now, of course, I sent my reply, but we'll go ahead and just break down her argument. First off, she says, Islam did not reject Jesus, neither the Torah nor the Bible. Well, Islam, according to Muslims, teaches that Ishmael, not Isaac, was to be sacrificed. That already is saying that Islam rejects the Torah, because it is uh, <clears throat> actually giving a different uh, rendering of the events that happened. Um, so therefore, Muslims reject the Torah. If Islam accepts the Torah, then Isaac as the sacrifice must be accepted as well. Otherwise, it is simply cherry-picking to secure a misleading agenda. So Muslims are actually giving out a misleading agenda by telling people that uh, Islam accepts the Torah and accepts uh, the Bible. It actually doesn't. It doesn't teach that at all according to Muslim scholars, according to Muslims themselves. So she's lying to herself, telling people that it accepts all the books because uh, if you ask any Muslim scholar or any Muslim, really, they'll say that uh, they're all corrupt, uh, which is actually in part two. She says, if you read the Quran, the Torah was sent first by God, then the Bible, and the final message was the Quran. Uh, well, if the Quran says that the Torah was sent by God first and then the Bible, then shouldn't you read those two books to... You know, and then you can go read the Quran. But if you read the Quran first and it doesn't match up with the Torah or the Bible, you can just say it's corrupt, which is cherry picking. Because if God sent it first, then uh, and then you ignore them, you are basically ignoring God's word. Uh, and and also, another thing is, how can God's word become corrupted? If it's God's word and He will forever, you know, keep His word, He will uh, always hold on to it. He will always protect it. Then how can we just go around corrupting it? Uh, it, it doesn't make sense. And if, let's just say that uh, the Bible does and the Torah does, uh, you know, disagree with the Quran, that would either mean that the Quran is false or that the common interpretations are false because you accept the Bible and the Torah as truth. If you don't accept the Bible and the Torah as truth, then you only accept the Quran as truth, and therefore you cannot claim that uh, the Bible and the Torah are accepted in Islam. So either she's lying against her own religion, or she doesn't follow her religion. <clears throat> she follows a different 
interpretation of it. So if the Quran accepts these books, you cannot claim corruption since they are accepted as true by the Quran of that time. If the Quran has never been changed, uh, then the Torah and Gospels are still accepted because that's another thing. She says the Torah and the Bible. Well, the Bible is actually, it includes the Torah, so really she should be saying uh, the Torah and the Gospel. And then she goes on, uh, the only thing that Islam says is that he was not killed on the cross like Christians claim. Jesus was saved by God and brought to him. So I told her, you've mentioned that Christians claim something untrue about Jesus. According to the Quran, God made it appear as if they, the people, crucified Jesus. There are several views on this, only one of which is accepted by Muslims. According to you, God made it appear as if Jesus was killed, the Christians believed it, and then God had to send Muhammad to correct to correct the Christians' thinking hundreds of years later. That is from your book. Surah 4, 157 says, And for their saying, we slew the Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, the messenger of God. Yet they did not slay him, neither crucified him, only a likeness of that was shown to them. Uh, those who are at variance concerning him surely are in doubt regarding him. They have no knowledge of him except the following of the surmise, of surmise and they slew him not of a certainty, no indeed. So, Automatically, the Quran <clears throat> claims that God made it appear as if Jesus was crucified. So it's only logical that according to the Quran, Christians got it wrong because God made them get it wrong. He deceived them, if you will. He, he was deceiving everyone by making it look like Jesus had been crucified. So the Christians just automatically assumed that Jesus was crucified because that's what it was made to appear like. And then Muhammad comes on the scene saying that that's not actually what happened and the Christians have the incorrect way of thinking about it. Well, it's not their fault. It was God's fault for uh, misleading them. And that is according to the Quran, according to Muslim uh, logic, Muslim uh, argument. Uh, I mentioned that there are multiple views on that because one could say that uh, especially with uh, modalism that uh, there are if you will two Jesus Jesus because uh, there's the spirit of Jesus and then there is the flesh of Jesus and so it was made to appear as if Jesus as a whole was killed but only his flesh was killed not uh, he himself uh, as the spirit so uh, there is a way of interpreting it that way but uh, most Muslims actually all Muslims would uh, basically refuse that because then that would mean that the Bible could uh, actually be correct. And they have to make it seem as if the Bible is entirely wrong. So the same people who claim that the Bible is accepted in the Quran will actually go against the Quran and go against the Bible and claim that it's actually corrupted, that it's actually it's been rejected now. Uh, so they can't follow it. So they so this lady Miriam, she's lying to herself. She's lying to others, and she apparently thought that she could come onto my uh, blog and comment, uh, telling people that I'm very wrong, that I'm publishing uh, lies, and that I'm publishing everything that's wrong. And so she's here to you know correct me. Well, uh, sorry, Miriam, but you have been corrected. Um, if you don't like it, please write back. I'd be happy to explain how you've been corrected, why you've been corrected, and where you're wrong. Uh, this episode, I think, does definitely prove that based on her own, based on uh, her argument that she provided to me, uh, and the argument that I have given back according to her own argument. I, I do believe that that has uh, 
basically proven that whatever she was saying has uh, is just entirely wrong. Uh, you know, claiming that the, really the only difference between Islam and Christianity is that Christians believe that Jesus died on the cross. It's not that's not true. Jews and Christians believe that Isaac was to be sacrificed, not Ishmael. Uh, Muslims have always debated over that, and the general consensus, the winning majority, is that Ishmael was actually the one to be sacrificed, even though the Quran doesn't even state it. But it is automatically assumed because they have to insert Ishmael everywhere, to insert Muhammad everywhere, to make their prophet better, even while claiming that Jesus is actually one of the greatest prophets of all time. Uh, <clears throat> so that is actually it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening into uh, some of the uh, a guest commenter on my blog and also understanding uh, some of the ways that Muslims at sometimes uh, might have an argument that they think is very logical but uh, it doesn't add up uh, you know for her to claim that there's only one problem with between Islam and Christianity when there's actually multiple problems um, you know, her her claim is invalid at that point because she brings up one instance and uh, and really it's on her own book, not against the Bible, because the Bible actually does state what happens, that there's a death, burial, and resurrection. Uh, but the Quran states that it was just made to look like it, and that could be taken multiple ways. But the way she takes it is that Christians were just wrong. Well, according to the way she takes it, uh, her God made Christians wrong so it's actually his fault not their fault and i'm going to end it on that note uh hope like i said hope you guys enjoyed it and i look forward to making a new episode soon